Thanks for listening to the Church at Severn Run Messages podcast. You can find more information about the church at severnrun.com. Enjoy the message. Well, Happy New Year, everyone. Um, and welcome to the beginning of our Inspired series. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I really, really am because, you know, this is more than resolutions. This is um, the symbol of, of the truth that God's mercies are new every day. So we're going to be starting a series, and I want to begin today with a word of prayer. So if you'll join me, uh, we will we'll go before the Father. Father, I, I ask in the name of Jesus that you would help us to throw off the darkness in our lives. That, Father, by believing in your grace and in your love, Lord, that we would accept the fact that we are more than we know and we are called into more than we know and that we are deeply and eternally loved. Father, I pray in these moments that you would speak to us and help us to hear you and to respond to you. And we thank you so much for the gift of your son, Jesus, the coming of the king and the birth of his kingdom. And it's in his name we pray, as all God's people say, amen, amen. amen. So we're going to begin to unpack Inspired and give an overview today for uh, the next few weeks and, and just would ask for your patience as we do this. Um, any of you all remember those plastic ice trays that you used to use before the machines? Anybody remember those? In the last service, we still had quite a number of of fans currently using that tech. Okay, we, we got some here, all right. So, so there's a couple strategies with, with the, uh, the plastic ice trays, you know. Um, one is you turn the water on slowly because if you turn on too fast, it splurts over everywhere and ask me how I know. Um, and then you, you go back and forth and back and forth, right? Okay, another is you just start with one little compartment and you tilt slightly, and, and you let the water run. I can tell we got some fans of that strategy. The point is, is that in either method, after a certain amount of time, all these individual compartments, which are not connected with each other, eventually reach the point where the water overflows and it all connects together. I've already prayed for each of you in terms of, of your hearing of this uh, word of inspired and praying for all of us for the time of, of the connection when, when some things come together. So in the introduction and in the next week or two, just be patient if you will and, and give me some grace and just see if it doesn't come together in a way that, that does connect and, and does make sense. Um, I want to just kind of give you an overview and we're going to unpack this more next week quite a bit, but the simple reality is that we're all going to live from the desperation of our wounding or the inspiration of our healing. And the healing I'm talking about is the redemptive work of Jesus Christ. I'm not talking primarily just about our physical healing because, you know, physical healing, I don't believe, was, was never the whole point of the coming of Jesus. And because if you get healed, you're still going to die the healing that, that Christ came to bring is of the soul and of eternity. 
And so, in 2020, each of us gets to choose, are we going to live repeating the years past and, and being what we have been, or are we going to believe that this is like, you know, the, the dawn of a new day, the mercies of God are new each morning? Imagine, if you will, a, standing on, on a hillside and there's fresh fallen snow, and, and this valley that you're going to walk across, there are no footprints. There are no tracks. There is no mud. There's no, you know, um, you know grass showing through. There's no crazy, uh, you know, destruction of the scene. It's just new snow. And you get to walk through it making footprints that have never existed before. And the choice of what kind of a trail that we walk and what kind of a path we lead depends on whether we're going to live from the desperation of our wounding or the inspiration of the healing that God offers us in his love. So I want to tell you that the, the story of our life begins at, at the beginning. And, and, and I want to lead you to the very beginning in Genesis chapter 1 verses 1 through 3. In the beginning... I love the Hebrew here in this. I, you know, I've met several of you who are, are scholars in terms of uh, your linguists uh, for certain agencies, and, uh, and you guys are brilliant. Like, you go to school one year, and it's, like, amazing. I, I studied Hebrew five or six years, and I think I'm, I like it, like, the one-year level, pretty much. But, but the, the, the language just reaches out and grabs you. I don't want you to go on autopilot, because I want you to think about in the beginning, at the, at the Bereshith, the, the head of all things, God created. God barad. He, he created. You are creative as well because the image of God lives inside of you. But the difference is with your creativity and my creativity is we create from something. Only God baraz. Only God creates something from nothing by the power of his word. And I want you to, to just, as we stand at, at the, the dawn of 2020 and we, we hear God call us to live lives inspired, it is all about His Word. In John 1.1, 1, 1, the Scripture says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And in this passage, we get a picture of the power of the Word of God. And the heart of God. And, and this scene is just one that you got to use your imagination to, to, to get. It, at, the, at the head, the beginning of all things, God barad the Shemayim Vaharetz, the heavens and the earth, all that is, God spoke into being. And listen to verse 2. The earth was formless and empty. The, the, the Hebrew words, tohu uh, wohus, is just, is, they're just so rich and so deep. We're going to unpack those in a minute. But the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the face of the waters. So I want you to use your imagination. Here is the God of the universe. And he is inspired to create and what he's beginning with is this nothingness, this formlessness, this, the, the, the darkness that is everywhere. And the scripture says the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. You and I are typically in a hurry. You know, we're typically thinking about doing, 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 and here's the Spirit of God, the 
God the infinite, God the all-knowing, God the all-powerful, but, but God is in this moment not doing nothing. He's doing something. He's brooding. He's, he's contemplating. He's, he's reflecting. He's imagining all that will be and all that has been. And as the Spirit of God um, hovers over the surface of the waters, God then speaks. And He speaks from his inspiration. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. The power of the word of God. As you're thinking about 2020, as you're thinking about your own woundedness and your own brokenness and the sorrow uh, and the, the hardness of your life. I mean, there is so much woundedness everywhere. And again, we're going to spend um, a, a week or two in, in this area. So, I, you know, just be patient. We'll, we'll get there. But, but as you think about your own woundedness and your own stuckness and your own darkness, I want you to remember the power of the Word of God, the Word of God in all of its senses. The, the, the biggest failures in our lives often are the failure of our own imagination. You see, God is an inspired God, and an inspired God creates uh, inspired people, He creates an inspired creation. And by the power of his word, from nothing God speaks and it is. And and, and then God looks at all he has made throughout Genesis 1 and he says it is what? It's good. God loves, um, you know, infinitely and, and from his infinite love, he is inspired to create what is infinitely good. But I want you to think about it in 2020. The power of the word. And when you read the word of God, okay? Don't just read pages uh, on, uh, you know, a word on, on, on pages. And don't just read, um, you know, something that is, you know, that, that you're bringing nothing to. Start at the beginning and remember. Use your imagination to remember the power of the word that spoke nothingness into being. Remember that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and that the Word of God that created the universe one day became flesh, put skin on, and walked among us, and the power of that Word defied death and came back on the third day. The Word of God is powerful, and when you read the Word of God in 2020, remember these things. and Be inspired. The, 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 the formless and, and void, the tohu wa vohu, the earth was formless and empty and darkness covered the deep waters. Formless is a Hebrew word which can mean many things. It means confusion. It means unreality. It means emptiness. Now, hold on to these things. This is really important concept that we're building. I want you to, to imagine, we're talking about the time before uh, God's inspiration came, before he created, and, and everything is formless. It is, there's an air of unreality to it. There's a confusion with all of it. There's no direction. There's no order. There's no, there's no movement. And then the word we've translated void also uh, is a synonym. It, it does mean emptiness. It means absence. It means that which is not formed. It it could be something, but it hasn't yet been formed in anything. It has not become that which is in and of itself is nothing. Now, Now, why is that important? Well, 
all that was in the darkness before our creation, the confusion and the chaos and the nothingness, all that was before the, in the darkness and the chaos and the confusion before creation lives in our darkness after our separation from God. You see, God inspired, created the world in love, and it was good. And we chose our own way, our own ego. And, and the scripture says that, that our sin separated us from God. In, in, in fact, Isaiah 59 2 says it very clearly. But your iniquities have separated you from God. Romans 3 23, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We, we hear that verse, but we don't understand the devastating impacts of what that has done. We don't understand the reversal of creation that has taken place. We don't understand that we went from the inspired creation of God back to the tohu wavohu. We went back to the formlessness and the void. Because you see, the reality is that that being separated from God means living in a void that we feel more than we see. It means being blind. This is crazy, crazy town right here. It means being blind both to the darkness around us that we're in as well as to the possibilities of light. And and although we feel the broken inside of us, I mean, I know that you're perfect, but that person you married, you know how imperfect they are, right? You know how broken they are. And, and when we're honest, you know, we can feel the darkness. So, so again, we're talking about two levels of reality. We do have eyes that can see photons and, and light. I, I, I understand that. But in the reality of our created universe, we are utterly blind. We are not only God blind to the light of, of his glory, we're also, we're also blind to the dark. That's, you got to be really blind, not even be able to see the dark or discern it. And here's the craziness of that. Not understanding I'm in the dark means I don't seek the light. And then we live in this crazy place of formlessness and void, of emptiness, of confusion, of unreality and ongoing brokenness. And all because we are now separated from God by our sins and even separated from ourselves. So what I'm trying to to just stamp in, in setting concrete is this idea that what existed before creation exists after creation in our sin. That God is a good God. He's an inspired God. He's an inspired Papa. And and that he created beautifully. But when we chose our independence from God, when we rebelled, when we we chose to be self-centered and and, and exalt our ego and our will and our way, in one sense... It would be kind of like a, 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 a tiny little rubber ball rolling down the tracks one way and a train coming the other way. If God would have wanted, he could have easily rolled over our will, but he didn't. Because love has to be a choice. And so God gave us what we wanted. He, he gave us our separation, our, our independence, and what happened is we've reverted back to all of the empty insanity and crazy and darkness of pre-creation existence. Do you, do you know what they call these things in the dark? Furniture finders. <laughs> Have y'all ever with me? You know? We're going to unpack this and spend a week on it. When, when you're in the dark, you're going to get wounded because you weren't made for the dark, right? 
And, and so, so for all of us to choose in 2020, am I going to live an inspired life? Am I going to live inspired by the healing that God has offered me in Christ, or am I going to continue to live in the desperation of my wounding, trying all the harder, day by day, week by week, and year by year, to control life and make it fit what I think it should be? Which of those paths are going to be mine? 2 Corinthians 4.4 4 says, The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers... And I would also say unbelieving people. And, and there are many of us here today who are believers who are unbelieving. And therefore, we are in this, this mode of being blinded, right? Um, so that they cannot see the light of the gospel that displays the glory of Christ who is the image of God. And there's a whole lot of us at this point in our lives in 2020, and, and the hope is kind of dying down. I mean, it just is. And, and, and we are discouraged, and we are angry, and we are deeply wounded. In fact, life just seems to be an ever-increasing accumulation of wounds, and each of those has its own energy, and each of those wounds produces more and more separation. And so we are stuck deeper in our addictions, more entrenched in our ways of thinking, And more and more in the chaos of the formlessness and the void of life, uninspired and disconnected from God. I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be like that. The God who spoke in the beginning all that is into, into being by a word has given us his own word in Jesus Christ. He came to do a work in Christ to redeem all that he began in creation. And you and I don't have to live in wounded desperation. We don't have to live wounding other people. See, the truth is, inspired is the work of God. And in 2020, God wants to do a work in you. He's able to do a work. He just speaks the word. And at his word, it happens. And if you and I will let his word have its way in our lives, we will be inspired. Inspired is the work of God. And, and each one of us in 2020, we're called to be the difference that reveals his glory. I mean, it's everywhere around us, the glory of God. And we all have a choice. It's a fork in the road moment, guys. For us as a church, for you as an individual, it's a fork in the road moment. Am I going to stay in the sorrow, the sadness, the formlessness, the void, the emptiness, the not becoming, the, the misdirected, the, the missed opportunities, the, the darkness? Am I going to stay in, in the energy of all that wounding or... Am I going to hear the word of God and believe the word of God and act on the word of God and be inspired? And as the creation of God, you will naturally reveal the glory of God. All the scripture says the heavens declare the glory of God. Why? Because God made them. <laughs> And when you and I let God redeem us and create us, we reveal his glory. 
Jesus fulfills what was said through the prophet Isaiah 9-2. And in Matthew 4-16, I want to read the, the passage to you. It, it says this. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went down to live in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulun and Naphtali. And some of y'all are going, I really don't care about all them ancient names. Well, you should. <laughs> Because this was all happening to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. Through God spoke a word, a creating word through, through a human being. And here's where, where the scripture quotes uh, Isaiah in Matthew 4.15. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light. Do you understand that, that the, the reality of our description is that we are on an earth that has been separated from its creator? And all the, the beauty of, of God's inspired intentions have now been hijacked by our egos and our wills and our lusts and, and our, our brokenness and our arrogance. And, and it's all been returned back to that, that state of, of formlessness and, and emptiness. And we're living in darkness. Guys, I'm telling you, you know, in, in addiction, uh, the world, we, we talk about, you know, you're not ready for change until you hit bottom. What does that mean? It means you finally recognize where you are. And, 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 and Satan's going to do everything he can today to keep you from acknowledging the darkness in your life. Minimize it, right? Paper it over. Uh, it's not that bad. No, no, no. The people are living in darkness. But they've seen a great light, Jesus. And on those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. <laughs> And so, so the God who, who spoke light into darkness and who suffered our choices to return our souls and our lives back to darkness has brought light back to life and offered it to us all. And, and that light to inspire us to once again be his glory. I just want to say this to, to all of you. Inspired is the work of God. If you and I let the work of God happen in our lives, we will live inspired. And, and I don't want to lie or mislead. Life is hard, right? Life is always going to be hard. Thank you, Pastor Drew, for that encouraging word. <laughs> no, it's going to be hard. I'm, I'm not telling you any kind of a shallow light switch, you know, um, salvation theology that says, oh, if you believe everything is going to go your way. No, you're going to die. And it's going to be hard before then. But it's also going to be glory. And here's the truth. If hurt people, what do they do? Then inspired people. And the light of, of heaven and the light of God and the light of creation, they, those, those lights in, in the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, they come to live inside of us. And, and the reality is that, that Jesus fulfilled all of this. And we become inspired by God. Our world lives, um, well, I'm sorry, I almost skipped the most important part of this passage. Sorry, Father. 
Verse 17 says, from that time on, fully knowing who he was and what he was about, Jesus began to preach, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent is a great word. Uh, metanoia means to think differently about. And, and you, can, you can stand at, at 2020. I'm not asking you to come up with new resolutions. I'm inviting you and I to repentance, to thinking with new paradigms, to, to, be, to be walking in one direction and, and recognize, wait a minute, I'm not God. I can't create life. I can't form things. I can't speak and things come into being. I can't control things. I can't order things. And, 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 and to recognize the, the pain of your own broken and then to turn. Pastor John and I were talking and, and, and he said, you know, sometimes we think about repentance is like, like we're walking towards something we want and, and here's God and, and we hear God calling us and we look over our shoulder and, and we, it's like God's calling us back to our beating. Hey, come, come take your beating. No. God has taken your beating. He did that, uh, you know, with a whip. He did that on a cross so that you wouldn't have to. What, what he's coming, coming to say is come take your hug. Come and, and change from a life that is working towards de-evolution. It's working towards devolving. It's working towards chaos and confusion. Come to a life that is divinely inspired, eternally inspired. And that's what repentance is. It is metanoia to think differently about, to have a new paradigm, to see yourself in a different way. Some of you here see yourselves as hopeless. You look in the mirror, you don't like what you see, you don't like who you are, and, and all you see is your failures. I, I do that. I, 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 might have, you know, I, I might have been of some minor help to 100 people, but I'm not going to remember the 100 I might have helped. I'm going to remember the one who's, who's angry with me or the one to whom I, I didn't do enough. And, and I'm going to look in the mirror and I'm going to see not the creation of God, I'm going to see failure. That's because that's my darkness, my formlessness, my void. <laughs> well, guys, we've got a choice. We can live in our darkness or we can live inspired in the light of, of our creator and our recreator in Jesus. Inspired people, inspired people. And you and I are called to be the difference that reveals his glory. Our, our lives on our own are living in eclipse. It's the eclipse of God. We're, we're drowning in, in a darkness that, that, that we're denying is even real. Again, you can see all this in the, in the shades of all of our brokenness like addiction. How many of you have ever known somebody who's in addiction that wouldn't acknowledge that they were in addiction? Oh, I can quit any time. Okay, let's see it. Well, I don't want to, because you can't, because <laughs> you can't control it. But I'm telling you at the dawn of 2020, Papa can. The word of God is powerful. God is inspired. And his work uh, is to, to bring light into your life. The, the scripture uh, goes on uh, to, to say that that Jesus has become the light. John 8, 12, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Um, so in sin, there's darkness and the formlessness and, and the void. Life is dark again. But in Jesus, there's light. 
There's creation, there's fall, and there's recreation. <laughs> there's inspiration, there's darkness, and there's now new inspiration. And here's the crazy thing about the light coming into the world again in Jesus. In Matthew 5.14, Jesus said this. Hey, guys, I'm the light of the world, but guess what? You're the light of the world. And, and a city on a hill can't be hidden. So here at the dawn of 2020, I'm telling you enough with uninspired living. Enough of, 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 of living in the darkness. Guys, here's the deal. Here's the way some of us want to live. We want to have a pity party and we're, we're sad that other people don't want to show up. We've sent out the invitations, right? The Evites. And nobody else wants to come to our pity party. It's time. It's time to end that, to leave that. It's time to believe in the power of the Word of God to create life and to inspire new beginnings. It's time for you and I to let God do His work in our lives, which is to inspire us and to make us an inspiration in a dark and broken world for us to reveal His glory. It's time for us to leave the, the pity party of our woundedness and step up and step out and say, God, your will be done, your kingdom come. Whatever you want to do in my life, Father, I trust your creative word to do your creative will. You see, if you are in him who is the light, then you become the light in a dark world. And you've heard this theme throughout, you know, the last several years, and, and, and so many of you are getting it, but I'm going to say it again because I want you to hear it. You are called to reveal the glory of God as much as anybody on this stage. And God has, has so many of you are stepping up in your lives, and, and you are serving and ministering, and you are living an inspired life, and you're revealing the glory of God. Not, not too long ago, one of you, you know, came up and, and just said, you know, I, I, I saw this, this homeless person living at, at a gas station, and I said, the church should do something about it. And, and as she told the story on, you know, she'd driven by this person, driven by this person, but then she couldn't drive by this person any longer, and she went to this person and began to, to, to minister and to love, and, and, but she's coming to me and saying, the church should do something. And I said, the church has done something. You are the church, and you are inspired, and you reveal the glory of God to this person. Guys, here's, here's the deal. This happens less than it, than it used to, but, but from time to time, you know, people throughout ministry have come up and said, you know, the church should do X, Y, and Z, you know? So here's an idea I have, and you should do it. And, and here's my inside response. It's not my pastorly-like response, but here's my inside response. Shut up. <laughs> Who did God give this idea to? You. Who do you think he's calling to do this? You. But you don't believe he can do this through you. We don't have to worry about, I can't do this or I can't do that. God can do. He speaks and there is light, Right? That's the power of God's inspiration at work. And so here's what I would say to all of us at the dawn of 2020, Isaiah 60, 1 through 3. Arise and shine, for your light has come. It's Jesus. 
and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth. Thick darkness is over all the people. You need to understand the true condition of this world is it is, it is stumbling around wounded in the dark. But the Lord rises upon you. His glory appears over you. And nations will come to your light. Inspired people inspire people and kings to the brightness of your dawn. The psalm says the path of the righteous is like the first light of of dawn, shining ever brighter to the full light of day. Guys, I'm telling you in the name of Jesus, inspired is the work of God. And if you and I will allow God to do his creative work in us, we will live inspired. And we will be the work of inspiration, inspiring others on earth. But your wounding isn't going to let go of you easily. We're going to talk about this. John 3, 19 through 20 says this, there's the verdict that light's come into the world, but we love darkness more than we love light. Your addiction is going to hold on to you. Your unforgiveness, it's, it's going to want to cling to you. <laughs> this dark is, is, is like ink. It, it sticks and stains. But God, He creates and frees. You and I can make the hard move from the darkness of our wounding and destructive fear to the inspiration of our healing and redemptive love in 2020. And that's what I'm going to call you to do. 2020 is your fork in the road. It's my fork in the road. It's the church's fork in the road. Same old, same old. The downward pull of can't and impossible and failure or the upward call of God, the inspiration that all things are possible with him. Ephesians 5, 13 through 14 says, but everything exposed by the light becomes visible. And listen to this, listen to this. Everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Do y'all remember the flashlights that you'd shine on the -the glow-in-the-dark stuff, right? Some of y'all, my daughter used to have those stars in her room, you know, she put up all over and you turn, and then you turn on, wow. (laughs) Hey, if you're a believer in Jesus, who's the light of the world, and that light shines on you, You become the light in a dark world. You're not on the bench any longer. You are front row and center of the redemptive plan of God to beat back the darkness of hell and to to ignite the, the, the creative love of God on earth to be his light. If you're exposed to the light, you become the light. And this is what I would say to you, Ephesians 5, 14. Wake up, O sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine upon you. And that's the message I would say to, to, to myself, Drew Schaffner first, and to each one of us at the dawn of this new year. Wake up. Recognize the darkness in your life, and let it be not a, a hopeless vision of stuckness, but a, an open invitation to, to leave it and enter into the light. So I'm going to ask you, if you will, in this moment, not to make another resolution, but to offer God a new repentance, to, to turn and to come from all of your wounded, all of your darkness, and, and enter His glorious light, to let yourself become the work of God, inspired, and to be the work of God inspiring others on earth. Will you draw a circle around your chair 
and go to God in these moments and, and just say to him what is real in your heart. Father, today I want to wake up. I want this to be a fork in the road. I want to allow you to do the work you did in Genesis in my life. Father, my life is yours. Do the work of inspiration. Will you give God your repentance, your answer, your awakening for 2020? If you enjoyed today's message, feel free to share it with your friends. And as we like to say, love well, live Jesus, and believe big. Thank you.